Phoenix is the subject matter now as we're joined by GM David Dome. Good afternoon to you, Domey. Trust you well? Yes, very, very well. Thank you, Darcy. Good to see. Um, some interesting points in the media have, uh, have arisen over the last 24 hours or so uh, around Mark Rudan, the former coach, and, and some of his dealings pre-leaving the Phoenix. And uh, beyond that, it, it sounds like he's tapped up one other player while he was still at the Knicks, uh, according to the Stuff article. Where do you stand on this one? Is, is that the timeline as you see it? Yeah, look, it's, it's very difficult to know the exact timeline because unless somebody comes out and says, in a sworn statement, this is the exact date that I was talking to, to Mark Rudan, or these are dates I wasn't talking to him. But look, um, it, it was a bit of a moving feast when, um, as you know, uh, through January, February, March, we were talking to Mark about um, his ongoing contract, how we were going to make it work for him and his family next year. And we were still in negotiations with him and, and we'd put a number of different scenarios on the table to try and uh, you know make it work for him feasibly with his family in, into the next up, the upcoming season. Um, and then at some stage along the line, he made the, the decision to move, um, to move back to Australia, which was announced formally in, in the middle of April. Um, um, and we didn't know where exactly the club that he was going, although there were obviously lots of rumours floating around. Uh, until that decision, until he went public with that decision in May, sometimes with Western United. So, and there is no hard proof that he had been talking to anybody. He says he wasn't uh, publicly. He said he hadn't talked to anybody, hadn't talked to any players. But um, you know, I, I guess people will read into the timeline what they want to read into it. So, when you read that that comment from Ursan uh, Gulam, the guy that they contracted yeah. to play for Western United, saying that Rudan was instrumental in the negotiations. Uh, yet he was signed on, on May 6th, um, three days before the elimination final. It's 17 days before Rudan was appointed. That's got to get your heckles up, doesn't it, David? Yeah, well, no, that's right. So if the, I mean, that, that was obviously a player that had nothing to do with the Wellington Phoenix. We hadn't talked to, he was never contracted to us. He wasn't a Wellington Phoenix player. Whether Rude was talking to him outside us, I mean, you know, I guess at that stage, it's, it, it then becomes questionable whether or not it was contractually, contractually obligated to not to negotiate with other players is neither here nor there, I guess. But it does become whether it was ethically right or morally right that he uh, had moved on and started talking to players about uh, to join Western United. The question then becomes of, of had he done that with Wellington Phoenix players. And as of now, um, there is no statement from any of the Phoenix boys that had gone across there that he'd started talking to them um, after the time he had resigned from us or that window had elapsed. So... It's very difficult to know. I mean, I absolutely would be hugely disappointed um, if it came to light and there was proof that he'd talked to players um, before leaving Wellington. That would be very, very hugely disappointing for us. You know, Wellington Phoenix players, uh, he'd been talking to them before he left Wellington. And we would look to take that up with Western United, but until there is proof of that, there's not... There's not too much you can do. Well, I, I suppose if you just take the quote out of the paper there, it sounds fairly cut and dried. Do you, do you, if that is the case, what can you actually do? I mean, can you get a please explain? Or is there anything, any way you can get anything back with this? Or is it just done now? It doesn't matter. To a certain extent, that's true. Contractually, in the contract, there is no stipulation as to if this happened, then this is the, the recourse. We would certainly could take it up with Western United and ask for a piece of for them. But like I say, that particular player wasn't contracted to Wellington Phoenix, so the implications are probably much lower. Um, if there was going to be any recourse, it'd probably be, you know, it would be so small as to make not worth it, not worth the trial. Uh, because you know, there's no essentially there's no impact on the Wellington Phoenix as such. Um, but if it was a Wellington Phoenix player that could be proved that he was he was talking to before he left, that would be a completely different story, and we would look to pursue that legally and see what recourse there was. And we have raised the question 
um, with our legal guys um, and to see what the recourse would be. And it's been, to be honest, the, the response was lukewarm. But again, you know, legally is one thing, but, you know, morally and ethically is, is another thing altogether. So you mentioned recourse. Are there any set penalties about a guy who's signed to you negotiating with another player to join another club that later on in the piece he's going to coach? Is, is there anything written about that in black and white? No, not in, not in the existing. The, the contracts are, are relatively standard across the A-League, including the head coaches. The players' ones are, and most of the head coaches' ones um, are standard across the A-League, and there's nothing uh, in those contracts which, which, which talks specifically to that uh, occurrence, no. David Dome uh, joins us. He's the general manager of the Wellington Phoenix. So, so what about the um, the players that have gone to Western United? Obviously, Kurt and Burgess know all about that, but the, the big one is, is Andrew uh, Durante. I, I suppose on behalf of all the fans, how did that happen? Why would he possibly want to leave? Can can you start us through how this negotiation fell apart or what you put up towards Andrew that made him want to turn to another club? Ah, yeah, sure, of course. Now, I mean, obviously, uh, Andrew's decision to move to uh, Western United is his, and his reasons for going, you'd have to talk to him about it. But from our point of view, we were talking to Andrew about uh, a mixed management slash playing role. So we were very keen to have Andrew in and around the club, in both in terms of a... Uh, um, you know, a mentoring role for our younger players, a little, a little bit like what Ben Sigmund does for us now. It's a slightly different area. We were looking for Andrew to be in and around the club rooms. We also wanted Andrew to be uh, back in a part role in the management area. We were looking for him to be um, have a role on the football committee so to help us with player recruitment and, and player, the assessment of players um, in and around the academy in that respect as well and maybe in a part in the community slash commercial role. So we put um, a number of these aspects on the, on the table to Jura um, with a, you know, what we thought was a fairly decent um, um, compensation package or, or remuneration package around that, um, and we, and, and in fact, Rob Morrison had had, had a couple of conversations with you about that, and you know, Andrew was certainly interested in that, but you know, somewhere along the line, um, he's obviously been enticed over to Western United for a different challenge, um, and we, you know, to be honest with you, Darth, you know, he's been such a great servant to the club. He goes with our blessing of. If he thinks that that's the best move now for him and his family, then we certainly didn't. We're going to step in his uh, step in his way, and we are. We, he certainly goes here with the club's best wishes. So, so playing wise, though, there was nothing on the table for him to actually carry on playing as a defender. Yeah. That was that. That was in part of the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, was part of that contract. We we envisaged that there would be a playing role for him. We couldn't, you know, with all, you know, you can never guarantee. We but we did think that there would be uh, somewhere along the line that Jura would be playing in some games. Um, again, that was an option open to him. Um, whether or not he wanted to do that was, you know, open to the table. We, look, we gave him the option. You know, we would certainly see part of his role being here next year would be in a playing role. Um, but if he didn't want to continue playing, then we could make it 100% in the management side as well. So, like I say, those those were ongoing. Um, I know there was a couple of conversations with Rob on that and that we were looking to extend it um, as far as we could. Um, and to be honest, we were looking at not just one one year, but across a number of years. And then we wanted to, we did actually see Andrew having a, a bit of a, a management career here at the club for quite some time. Um, but like I say, I mean, he's obviously seen as a new challenge at Western United, and he thinks that's the best move for him and his family. And, and I guess who are we to argue with that? Well, I, don't, I mean, I wonder because he's such a legend of the game. He has such mana within football in this country. Do, do you feel like you offered it enough? Or was it the best deal you could offer him? Because it seems odd to me that he would turn and, and go across to a place, away from a place he's called home for, for over a decade. Did, did you offer him enough? Did you, did you insult him? Was it poor handling of it, do you think, David? Or No, look, I think it was. There's no doubt about it that uh, it was a fairly substantial package. 
Um, and to be honest with you, Dane, I don't want to go into numbers, but it wasn't a million miles from what he was getting paid this year um, as, as, a, as a pure captain and player role. So like I said, we'd, done, we'd worked pretty hard to pull together a pretty good package that we thought was worthwhile. Um, and look, again, you'd have to talk to Andrew about how he, wants, he evaluated the options in front of him, but this might be a case that the grass is greener and that he thinks that you know a change of lifestyle, like you say, he's been here quite a long time, 11 years, and it's quite a long time to be in one place. Maybe he did feel like he wanted just to change, but I don't want to talk to that. That's, I don't want to speak later on exactly what Jura's went through Jura's mind. You'd really need to talk to him directly, but I think we were pretty confident that, that given where we are at, that that was a very good package that we put on the table to him. And again, we were willing to tailor it and work with him to build something that, that was going to work for him. So your last interaction with him, was it was it positive? Did you leave friendly? Was it was it negative? Was it indifferent? Oh, How no. did you guys part ways? 100%. No, no, it's, it's like, like, you know, we had the uh, end of season awards. Jura was there with, 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 with Sarah, his wife. Um, there Again, there are tributes paid to him on that night. Um, in fact, he, he's been on holiday in Bali, and I've been, we've been texting each other, just going back and forth. It's, it's a positive. It's, it's certainly we have not we've left on good terms. Um, we never want to close the door to Jura at any stage in the future. I guess we want to, you know, um, keep those sort of things open. But you know, you, you can't deny the contribution that Andrew has made to to not only to the club but to the city. Um, and we certainly don't want to um, begrudge him his, the next step in his career at all. So you say to the fan base, or, you know, understand a little myth that you, you tried your damnedest, you offered the best you possibly could to keep him here, and you, you're happy that you did that. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, like I say, it was a, it was a very decent package. We were open to any ideas that he wanted to. If we we're going to tailor it certain ways, and like I said, I think we were we were we were looking to build a multi-year package for him. It wasn't just a one year. It was going to be a permanent contract where he would stay with the club and be with us for quite some time um, and migrate him into um, um, other management roles, which would be very positive for him in his future. And uh, we'd already started that this year. We'd, 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 um, um, we'd been working with him um, a little bit on the management side this year. We also sent him on a pre-season fact-finding tour up to the United States where he went to a few other clubs to, to, sort, to see how they were doing things. So we'd already started our off-field investment into, into Jura. And like I say, we are willing to continue that on for a number of years after that. But again, he's, you know, for you know, you'd have to ask him why he why he thought Western United was the best choice for him for next year. But I don't really want to speak out too much more on that. David Dome, thanks very much for making yourself available as always. Go well. No worries. Thanks, Doc.